For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. Oh God, what is happening? Use the force, Savage. I don't know how to use the force. Is the force like a, medi- a tool? I don't I don't have a force mm. on me. Your midichlorian count is higher than anything I've ever seen before. From what I'm seeing, it's actually one. Just, just one. Here's this, here's this laser sword. Block these lasers. (laughs) (laughs) You have failed me for the last time, Chancellor. I thought it was, what? What are you doing to me? We're on the Star Wars watch right now. We are. Oh yeah, we are all the new developing news about Star Wars. We're on the watch. Actually, I'm a terrible person for this because I have not even uh, seen any of the trailers. I think I've seen one of the trailers, and it looks pretty exciting. I I intentionally avoid the trailers because I know I'm going to see the movie. I know I'm going to love the movie. Why would I want a trailer that gives away stuff that's in the movie? You're You're right. But man... If you were a Star Wars character, who would you be? I think I'd be R2-D2. Me too. What? No, I, you can't be R2-D2. I'm going to be R2-D2. No, You're no, no. Being... I'd be the droid Me Too. He's one of the like worker droids in Jabba's shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think he would be Jar Jar. <laughs> it was uh, pretty cool since, um, you know... The uh, fan or the workers over at Disney are huge fans of the uh, Life from Manfred podcast that they were that they invited us out to see that early screening last week. But what are some of the most interesting parts that you saw in the new Rogue One film? I think it was really cool that there was actually no space battling. There was no use of any kind of space at all. Like they didn't even have lightsabers or guns. They Mm, literally just mm -hmm. like threw sticks at each other the entire movie. It was just like a four hour long film of Han and Chewie just throwing sticks at each other. Yeah, I liked how there wasn't um, one mention of the force at all, but there was a guy that like started like pulling rabbits out of hats as like a normal magic show type stuff. Yeah, and there was like a sign over them that was like, learn to use the force. Right. It was just like, they just like passed by it. It wasn't really... It wasn't really the stand they were looking for. Uh, it was weird how um, Steve Buscemi may ha- had such a prominent role in the in the film. Mm-hmm. As Luke Skywalker's brother, like they they've never even mentioned that Luke and Leia had another brother. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't know where he came from. Calling him, calling he him, didn't... Shaquan too. <laughs> yes, Shaquan was a very. Strange name, and and when um uh uh Robert De Niro uh you know ended up being 
uh, just a human in C-3PO's body the whole time because he was a spy on the Rebel Forces. I didn't see I, that coming. That was the only thing I saw coming out of this movie. Oh, yeah, you think it was predictable? I thought it was pretty predictable. Maybe we shouldn't be, like, spoiling this much of the movie. It's I true. Know. I just look right. forward to the parts where people fall into giant shafts screaming yeah. no. Uh, the comedy, you know, the um, laughing reliefs, relief, the, the comedic relief, that's the word I'm looking for, uh, of the film was obviously how people kept mistaking R2-D2 for a trash can. I think that was funny. That was good. Yeah, that was a solid use of their act- acting skills. Yeah, and then, with, like, there was that part where R2's just like, F it, I'm a trash can now. And then, like, you know, t- threw away one of the real trash cans and just, like, took its place. Yeah, it was really cool. Started... That's, like, that's when I really bonded with R2. I did find it strange, though, that scene where um, R2 got a hold of some dank kush and just, like, got super lit. That's when I got even more connected with him. <laughs> he, like, I didn't know that droids could actually, you know, smoke weed. No, you'd be surprised. A lot of robots yeah. like to take the edge off by pretending to smoke weed. And he like he just kept like making holograms of like spirals, color spirals and it stuff. It was really cool. And his his beeps were like super so like <laughs> I, I enjoyed I enjoyed his beeps. I like thirty minute long section was pretty good. Especially when, like, yeah. Han and Chewie were just, like, throwing sticks over top of him, and he was just there, like, <laughs> beep, <laughs> And then Shaquan was just running around him in circles. <laughs> him and Luke were, like, playing keep away from Leia. Yeah. Also, uh, it was a very strange reveal that the Death Star was actually the size of a marble, and that you had, like, the tractor beam was a shrink ray, and that's how big it was the entire time. Yeah. It was, it was something you had really have to like wrap your head around, but once you get there, we can talk about the the movie all we want, but we would never get started with our podcast live from Manfield, a Rocket League podcast where we jump on Rocket League news, boost you, oh, yeah, boost you straight to Rocket Tier, all the while scoring our amazing voices into your ear goals. <laughs> oh man, it's sad how many times I almost mess up the intro. That you know we've now done. Probably 50 times because, let's be honest, there have been a couple episodes when we've said it and haven't been released, Savage. Okay, so we've done it 42 times. Oh, Plus yeah, the, like, 10 a- times <laughs> that I tried to do it the first episode. <laughs> so, yeah, we're probably over 50. But I think it's good that we've oh. moved on from letting me do the intro. Hey, what's your name? Oh, I'm Knox Fe- Oh my gosh, I never forget <laughs> to do this! Ah, oh, okay. All right. Why don't you come down off of your high horse there, Shaquan? Yeah, my name is Shaquan Avage RL. Easy there. You're getting close to to racism. What? Shaquan Avage? <laughs> RL? I don't know. Yeah, RL. That's what makes it racist. RL, like Rocket League, but like Shaquan Avage was already taken in the name bank. Yeah, Shaquan of our, I can't Shaquan even say Avaj it. RL. Gosh. We have both obviously put a ton of time into the game this past week because the new update came out. Uh, so what I thought is we would start the episode once again with... The Weekly Whips! This is just... I don't feel okay with this. Everything's, but, just, been, we're doing it a everything's little... just wrong with my life. 
we're, we're doing this a little bit differently, though, because uh, we're going to go through the update. And, and instead of, like, you know, one of us going at a time and talking about what we've done this past week, we're just going to go through the update and talk about, uh, you know, what we did with these features, these new features, and what we thought about them. And that's going to be our kind of weekly whiffs slash news update all mixed in one. It's They got together. They're together. They're married now. Be happy for them. I'm not happy. Weekly whiffs and only been on the like news update. Dates. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually kind of funny because they were pretty far apart, and then like they started getting closer and closer yeah, together. Yeah, they spent one week this... closer together, and now they're married. <laughs> that's sometimes, sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that's all it takes. We well, are awful no, they're parents. just trying things out. They're just. Those are our children. Just... <laughs> oh gosh! Oh no! Stop! <laughs> oh, Let's start with arena preferences which is new in this last update. Um, and the first thing, honestly, that I started interacting with when it came out, I booted it up and was like, now these are the maps I don't want to play. And I started checking them off. Um, th- what did you use your dislikes for? What did you use your likes for? What, I used what, my up? dislikes for Starbase Arc and Neo Tokyo. S- Starbase Arc, I really? I liked Wasteland. You liked Wasteland? Yeah. You're one and of I've those people, I've still played huh? it maybe one time versus the 20 times I've probably played Starbase Arc and the 5,000 times I've played Neo Tokyo. It's been a big week. I used, I used um, my dislikes on Neo Tokyo and Wasteland, and I used my like... I only used one like, and I put it on Utopia because I wanted to get Utopia snowy just as a, like a higher champ. Wait, which one? It's Utopia? That has a snowy... Okay. Snowy. Snowtopia. Yeah, I like that one. As it's been named by by art. Uh, now, did you feel like the map preferences were working for Absolutely you? Absolutely not. Your likes showing up more? I feel no? like... I don't really know. remember what ones I like besides Wasteland. Because I probably just like some of the general ones. So I'm not entirely sure if I've played those more. But I know that my dislikes have not gone away any more than they used to. Interesting. So. Interesting. Now, um, for the first two nights, absolutely, I believe that these map preferences were working 100%. Neo Tokyo and um, both me and my two's partner uh, both disliked Neo Tokyo and uh, Wasteland. And we didn't play on like, I think we played one out of 20 games. Uh, and it ended up when we got Wasteland once for that one game. So we were like, this is awesome rip these two maps because everyone's going to dislike these maps. Yeah. Uh, however, over the weekend, it seemed like it was the opposite. Today, I played Wasteland four games in a row, and that is not That's a lie. Impressive. That is not even a lie. That's extremely impressive. Uh, which was interesting because then my game updated because there was a hot fix where they said, oh, by the way, Neo Tokyo and Wasteland are showing up way too much because there's a bug with our preferences system. Uh, here's a hot fix. <laughs> and so... Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, I did do the update today. I had that on. Yeah. That was neat. So that was kind of uh, kind of good. Um, now, one of the first things that I noticed when I was doing my likes and dislikes is that Rocket Labs are in the casual playlists. Me and my two's partner were just queuing uh, our casual playlists, and we kept getting Rocket Labs maps like almost every other game. And we only had two dislikes, and we used those on Neo Tokyo and Wasteland, but we're still getting Double Goal, which has made its way back into I the playlist. <laughs> um, you know what's not in there anymore? They've retired Retropia. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, I had such high hopes for Atropia. I thought that that map could come in and really just change everything about how Rocket League's played. Like, it would be the one to add the most variety to the gameplay. And if that took off, then lots of other things could happen. And then nobody liked it. Yeah, so that yeah was nobody likes it. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I played it. I still play it just by myself. Mm-hmm. I just go into it. Oh my gosh, it. I just thought of a sick map. That's crazy. What is it? Okay, check it out. So the appeal of Retropia is that you can drive through your opponent's goal and become like set on defense and like immediately, right? That, yeah, well, that less less of that I for think me. It's, it's uh, entirely that for me. What if they programmed a map so that it looked like it was infinitely long, like that, where if you drive through your opponent's goal, you're on defense immediately, but it just looks like a normal map, that so would be almost really like a portal trippy. type situation. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be so weird. Like It would be so cool. What if you're just trying to defend in your own goal and you just back up a little too much and then you pop out of the other person's goal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it could happen. That could end so poorly. <laughs> you could also do sick redirect plays where if you're like your teammates going for a clear uh, you could drive through your own goal and all of a sudden be in a redirect position. You could pass it to yourself. If you hit it hard enough from your own goal... Yeah, you could! drive through it and then go get a redirect on it. Dang. I think that map would be super cool. I would... Now, as me and my friend... Uh, I'm just going to transition away from that. I'll send a <laughs> message to uh, to Psyonix later. Cool. Uh, as me and my uh, friend were you know, playing these, these games and checking out all the new stuff, hunting for them crates... Uh, we notice something at the end of the match. After your celebration screen, it's no longer just a freeze frame. Instead, there's highlights now. That is really cool. I first heard about that because I was helping out with the Gobo tourney. And that, like, that day was right when the patch went up. And was it a Monday? No, it was a It was Wednesday. a Wednesday. So yeah, was, this is the day that, that was, our episode released. Oh, cool. Yeah, that yeah. was one of our just, like, community tournaments. But still, it's, like, casted and stuff and streamed. So it's, like, really cool to have that. You don't have to be PRL and be super, super well put together to have, like, a nice in-between game screen going on. Yeah, it was uh, pretty dang cool. And then, um, I don't even notice, but if you press in your right stick, uh, it actually removes the scoreboard and just leaves yeah. you nice with a nice full screen. Yeah, that, oh, that's that so makes cool. things look real, real clean. Personally, for like as a streamer, I really enjoy it because it gives my viewers something to watch. Like I used to just go and like chill and like free play or something, but now I can read chat while viewers are watching replays of the match I just played. Uh, I think it's like a super cool freaking feature. Yeah, that was like something that just kind of like slid under the radar, but like they, it's in there now and it's really cool. I think anything they've done quality of life wise as updates, they've never mentioned that it was coming up. They just left them as nice little surprises for us. Which I think is an awesome way to go about it. It's true. It's true. Uh, There was a DLC car in this update. I'm guessing you bought it. I did. I was very disappointed in my purchase. Really? I played it for maybe a game. And then I always I always appreciate the new cars when I'm running around in free play the first time. I'm like, wow, this is okay. this is actually pretty cool. This feels pretty good. And then I just kind of, I don't know, I played with it, and it just didn't make me feel good. 
I played probably 10 games with it. I have trouble sometimes aerialing with it. I go too high in my aerials. I don't know why. Uh, that's just like a personal thing. I think the car was excellent. What is funny, though, is as soon as I was driving around in it in free play, within a minute, I said, oh, this has the same hitbox as the Octane. And then, sure enough, uh, two hours later when the, you know, um, hitbox guys updated their, like, uh, Google Doc sheet or whatever, uh, I found out that it was extremely, extremely similar to the Octane. Yeah. I I could kind of feel that. But then it's just like, I don't know, the Octane is just a box, but then you're kind of... Darkfire actually liked it so much that he says he plans on using it next season in the RLCS. That seems like a bold prediction. For how much everybody know, just switches cars as they play. Like, even pros. True. That's kind of a... That's a bold statement. I, interesting that you don't like it. I don't know. I think it's cool. And I like how the wings come out when you're flying. And I, and they, like, shoot in when you're going supersonic. I think that's really cool. However... The um, the big yellowish windshield thing that it has going yeah. on could do without that. I don't know. It's only a lot of people have been complaining that you cannot make a good like color scheme on the blue side with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't it's really pretty bad work too hard on my colors, so I haven't really paid too much attention to it. I just went back to my octane and loved it with all of my heart. But of course. There was another Octane you get because there's a new Champions Crate Series 4 that was released. Now, how many games did you play before you got a, a Champions Crate 4? One. You got I one of your one first, game. first game. <laughs> Do you know how much I want to punch you right now? I, d- I actually started counting because I was going to be curious. 32 Holy games crapper. before I got my first Crate 4. Wow, I don't know that I played 32. Uh, yeah, I did, but Wow. Yes, it took me two and a half days. How many have like, you gotten? Like since then, uh, I've I've gotten. I think I've dropped four of them. Yeah, I think I just got my fourth one today. And I dropped two of them today. Oh, dang! Yeah, they've been slim picking. Uh, not to fret though, because I traded a bunch of keys for uh, fifteen of them. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I, I traded like for. Yeah, I've kind of uh, I've kind of given up on the whole like moneying thing. So now I just have four just chilling. Oh, I don't want to buy any keys. (laughs) Well, I will trade you some keys for those, my bad boy. (laughs) I'm not a bad boy. I'm a good boy. But yeah, sure. I don't really care. I'm not using them. What if I give you two keys for two of them, and then you can open your other two? That's probably fine. I don't know. I I either have three or four. Sick. Hopefully I have four. But we'll see. Whatever. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Uh, Of course, you know I was hunting for that Octane ZSR. Uh, In all 15 crates, I did not get it. And then I traded up every single very rare that I got hoping to get the Octane ZSR, and I didn't get it. So I went back to using keys to trade for an Octane ZSR off of the trading discord, <laughs> and uh, I got one, but then you know me, as soon as I, so like, I posted that I was looking for a ZSR and I had keys, and um, someone messaged me like, hey, I have a ZSR, you can have it for 15 keys, and so I was like, sure, I'll take it. I finished that trade the Instant I finished that trade. Someone, Someone messages me, says they one. have one. Yep, they had a certified one. And so you know Jaboy bought that certified one too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, but then I had one to give away for Christmas, so I gave it to my friend for his Christmas present. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We should give away a ZSR on Twitter. We should? Or, I don't have one. Or, or we should give away a ZSR 
We should just give away ZSR to our listeners somehow. We should figure out a way. Maybe our patrons. We haven't given anything away to our patrons in it's a while. It's been a while. Been a while. We're giving. We're giving. A ZSR away to one of our lucky patrons uh, tomorrow. So tomorrow. be on the lookout for that. Along with, we're giving a Vulcan away to one of us on Twitter. So tomorrow, if you want to... Actually, no, here, we'll give you till Friday. If you don't have the Vulcan and you want a Vulcan, make sure you tweeted us why you think you deserve the Vulcan. And we will give you a... Uh, and if we'll pick our favorite, and we'll give you a Vulcan. Be funny. Be heartfelt. I don't know. Whatever you think wins Savage and I's heart. You gotta win it. Or brains. You gotta want it. In this update was the Steam Workshop and the ability to uh, bring in custom maps. Uh, did you have any time to play with any of these custom I maps? I played with um, one that I'd played before the update, so the Dribbling Challenge. I, I downloaded that one and played with that for a little bit. Just like just okay. to test out like how the workshop was working and see how easy it was to use, which is very easy, actually. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I do miss, because if you remember from the Dribbling Challenge, you could like skip levels with your keyboard. Yes, that is unfortunate that, now, that you can't do that right which now. Which is a bummer, because yes. I'm not actually good enough to do the entire thing. <laughs> I'm sure that they're going to put it in an update somehow, like to do that maybe, maybe. soon. But yeah, that was that was a bummer, a major I bummer. I played that one, and then a like freestyling one, or not like, uh, just a car control one, which had a crap ton oh. of levels. Oh yeah, that's got four and levels like, of like different tunnels up. to go through. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've played that one. Uh, well, I pretty much almost played all of them. My There was only four on the Steam Workshop the night that it came out. Uh, and so I immediately downloaded all four of them. And then um, I've been downloading each and every one as they've been added because, you know, they don't take a ton of space. I've, I gave up with that <laughs> over the weekend because it seems like people... Modders over the weekend had enough time on their hands to add their maps to the <laughs> to the uh, workshop. So there's like hundreds of them now, and so I can't do that. Um, but there was one that was on there from the first night that I'm so surprised you didn't get to you didn't try out, my oh, friend. Oh, is it one of the water ones? Yes, there's a water polo boats ball, my friend. Oh my god, how have I missed that? There were too many. Uh, I was like three days it was, before I got on there. Well, I'm logging in now. It was made for the, um, uh, what's it called? Exhibition matches. So there's like no way that you can actually play with a ball in it and stuff, but I sat in it for 20 minutes just messing around with the water and <laughs> stuff because there's no ball in the map. They might have updated it so that you can actually do something, but, um, my dude, we could, we could host a boats cabal like event if we can wanted we? to. Can you play those games? Can you launch this together? Like, no, but oh. you can go to the modding website and download the map and replace it with like, you know, one of your other maps and we can host like a, we can do viewer games on our life from Manfield channel this week. Boats could ball style if well, you want. Well, this week is finals week. So no, so probably not, probably yeah. not, mm. but yeah. Probably and then not, next yeah. week I'll be not at a computer. So probably not. <laughs> There is a really fun one in the Steam Workshop that I spent about an hour trying to, to complete fully. It's called The Wall. The Wall. And essentially, it's just an obstacle course uh, with, like, different, like, challenges to go through. But there's a wall that is behind your car that is coming at you at a certain rate. Oh. Uh, and you have to run away from it really fast. And if the wall ever catches up to you, then it resets the level and you oh, die. Oh, I saw so, I saw someone playing that. Um, who was I watching? I believe Schwind actually did the whole thing, wow. um, which is very impressive because I couldn't get past the fifth level. Um, 
it was very tough. There's like this level where it's a tunnel and you have to go through like ridiculously fast and it's like impossible. Jeez. And, yeah. yeah, I was watching, gosh, I don't remember who I was watching. I've been able to watch a couple more streams lately. I've been trying oh, nice. to, because it's like, I don't know, I've been watch. I was watching like a decent amount of Netflix and I'd rather just like tune in and pretend like I'm talking to someone with a stream instead of sitting there. Oh, with Netflix. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. It's been kind of fun because... Yeah, I've seen you in my stream lately. So yeah, I've hopped on there. for watching. This is my stream week because I'm on vacation this week, so I'm doing nothing but playing Rocket League and streaming. Yeah, that's exciting. We'll probably be there tomorrow morning. Oh, <laughs> my Actually, if I wake up, probably not. I ho certainly hope you wake up because if you don't, that means you're dead. What, what time do you usually stream? You know, that's a great question for... I, I start around like 9.30, 10 a.m. Yeah. That's why I was watching you during classes a while ago. Nice. That made things go quick. But I wish I knew about Rocket. Well, there was no Rocket League when I was in college. But it. like, I wish I had streams to watch in in college. That'd been cool. That'd been real cool. There was a whole new map added to the competitive playlist this week uh, oh. in the update. Yeah, yeah it's called Arc, and you <laughs> disliked it immediately. I. I loved it. I don't know what you like. Didn't see it. I don't really it, dislike it. I heard that there was a lot of problems with like playing it at first, so I was just like, okay, I'll just dislike it to not run the risk. I haven't noticed anything. Some people don't like the lack of color contrast in it, but Actually, like, I don't know I that didn't. I disliked it. Or if I, why have I not disliked Aquadome? I disliked. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used the dislike. <laughs> I disliked yeah, Aquadome. Yeah. <laughs> Which they did fix in the past uh, patch, well, they, like so. The, um, they toned down the saturation a little bit. They made it so that it runs better on lower NPCs, and they took away the the ball distortion. Oh, that's so thing nice. I'm fine with them. So Whatever. it's actually a little bit more playable now. So there's as long that. as I'm not trying to hit four balls at once, I'm cool. Have you played on Arc at all? Yeah, I've played on Arc a lot of times because the dislikes. Okay. I don't even know if I disliked it, but I've definitely played it. Played it like twice. Today. What do you think of it? I think it's pretty interesting. I've never played on Octagon. Me either. I just like, I don't know. It doesn't seem very fun. It's just like a big octagon. But I think it kind of adds a different a kind of interesting aspect to the game because you can be on like one side of the field, not by either goal, and still be as far away from the ball if it's on the other side as it was if you were sitting in your goal and it was in the other goal. It just like yeah, adds a lot true. of distance. Like when you're going to get a boost pickup... Like, if you're not... It certainly messes with, like, rotation and stuff. Like, I find it very hard uh, to, like, set up plays and stuff because the it's just different. Yeah, and I only really play twos, so it's just, like, it's a big It's a big, big map, map for twos. Yeah. It's like playing Wasteland on ones, but even bigger. Now, we also got uh, two new variants of existing maps. We got Snowtopia and Wasteland Night. Played, Did you get to play either I of those? I played Wasteland Night my first day. And I played nice. Snowtopia for the first time today, which I thought was really cool. I think that map is just, like, really pretty. I really like playing on that one. It's, now, there's two things that I noticed about these two new maps in particular. Uh, I've never had an issue um, understanding what side of the map I'm on, uh, except for these two maps. And I don't mean, like, wait, am I on the blue side or the orange side right now? Um, but, like... Maybe it's something internally with, like, my um, sense of direction. But, like, on Utopia, I've always known which side the ocean was and which side the stands were on. But when I play Snowtopia, like, 
even when I've taken time out of the game to like look, I don't know which side has the like ocean and skyline and which side has the like bleachers on it. And I get lost all the time and it messes with my sense of direction. It's weird. Yeah, I feel that. Same thing with Wasteland. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, now, uh, I played on Wasteland, and it was on my dislikes more than I played on Snowtopia, and it was on my likes. <laughs> well, Utopia was on my likes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get to play Snowtopia until the second day of the update, and I, like I said, I played like 15, 20 games that first night. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I played quite a bit, and today was my first day playing it. I think I've I think I've played on it two maybe three games. That's it. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I wish I, don't, I, don't I wish I could request to play none of the non like none of the standard standard maps and only like the changed versions of them. Like, yeah, I like why play don't on um like the DFH Sunrise or whatever. <laughs> That's probably not a map, but um. Yeah, I wish that there were a little more, like, finely tuned preferences that you could do for this kind of things, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give people, you gotta just give people whatever you can give them as quick as possible. So, so I played, like, Call of Duty last week some, and it's, like, amazing oh how quick you get into games and, like, get into matches like that. Well, you're, you're a super low-ranked Call of Duty player, my dude. Well, also, like, you don't have to wait until it's the start of a game every time. Like in Rocket League. So like with competitive, you have to match up with people near your skill level and then like play them. Yeah, it's true. At, from the start of a match. And like with Call of Duty, it's like Q and then two seconds later, you're shooting guns. The Gizmo and the X-Devil both got visual upgrades and a new um, like fixed decals for them. Did you try out either of the cars? Dang it, I forgot to, I forgot to main Gizmo. Uh, that was my one, one job this week. I drove the Gizmo before the Vulcan. It was the first car I booted up into really? in the new update. Yep. That's pretty cool. How was and, it? You love it? And I remembered I remembered why people don't play Gizmo. <laughs> I love the look of the Gizmo. I would I would play it if it did not have literally the slowest turn radius out of any of the cars in the game. Like it is tough to get in position with the gizmo. It is drastically different than any of the other cars. They buff the Murph's turning radius, so why can't they just buff the freaking gizmos too? Buff all of them. Yeah, I think it's funny that they're like, "Oh, the gizmo's not getting a lot of play. We should give it a new visual upgrade and stuff." Like, that's not the reason people aren't playing gizmo. <laughs> they're playing. They're not playing gizmo because the car can't turn. I mean, you could main Merc now because the Merc turns just as well as the Octane does. I accidentally queued into a game with the Merc last night, and uh, I was so pleasantly surprised how viable the Merc is as oh a car. Oh my gosh, yeah, you can the legitimately only, play that car and not, like, hate yourself. I The only thing I couldn't do with it was aerial, but it was, I, I feel mean, like, if I spent some time getting used to it, I could easily. Yeah, like, you can hit the ball when you're airing, but, like, aiming with it, because it's just like a square, so it just kind of, like, throws you off. It's definitely weird. I did not play the new X-Devil at all, but also the new visuals on the X-Devil are very, very minimal. <laughs> it looks pretty similar to the to the uh, same last thing that yeah, I Yeah, I haven't looked at either of them. Wow. I should have done that. Um, there were some just, you know, additional little quality of life stuff that came in this last update. Colorblind mode and high contrast nameplates. Did you mess around with either of those? Um, I did not, but I think I saw someone using the high contrast nameplates. Because they had like... Me. Oh, yeah. That would be you. <laughs> Because it has like the little. I checked it on immediately. It, right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's very nice. Yeah, I think I should turn that on because I don't know. I don't really ever see a need for it, but it's just another like thing to help. Of course, there's a controls tab uh, difference on the um, uh, options screen now where you can change your controller dead zone. Yeah, my friend was so upset because he couldn't find any of the controller like layout stuff because he saw controls <laughs> and there was only like three things there because you have to actually like yeah. click on the button to get to the rest of the controls now. Now, a lot of people were editing their dead zones manually by going into their like Rocket League preferences file. It was a thing. A Money made a tutorial on it a long time ago um, and stuff like that. Uh, so now it's cool that they added this into the game. Now, what's interesting is that the default was always 0.3 in the preferences file. And when you load up into the game after the update, the um, default is 0.3. However, uh, I was noticing some like difference is with my uh, like dead zone. And I remember I was using the default previously beforehand anyway. Uh, and I found that that went away as soon as I took my dead zones down to 0.15. So I don't know if the values were the exact same as they had them before the, uh, the update. So when you're talking about controller dead zones, if you have a zero dead zone, what does that mean? That means that it's turned into like a keyboard, right? So no matter how much you move it, no, 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 the opposite way? Uh, no, no. Um, so yeah, a lot of people think that dead zone is the um, sensitivity of a stick, but it's not. Um, so controllers are made very, very well these days, all right? Any slight move of the stick can be read. In fact, like from not moving your stick at all to pushing it all the way forward, there is a thousand units of measurement in between those two things, right? So literally any tiny touch on your stick is red, like, you know, for the game. Even if you shake your controller, you're, like, messing with the values of, like, where your stick is pointing. Uh, and you may not know that. So dead zone is there to protect you from, like, slight shifts just from your hand resting on the stick. So, you know, like, if you didn't have any dead... Like, if you had zero dead zones, then your car would constantly be turning or pointing down or up. And so dead zone is the area where the stick is considered not moving, um like in the middle of like the screen. So you can, you, you know, slight adjustments to the stick don't mean the stick is moving. So a dead zone of like 0.5 means that like if you move your stick half of like, you know, the thing, then like it's not registering your stick moving at all. But, uh, and then once you cross that threshold, it measures your stick is moving. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So, so it's, um, it's just... The lower your dead zone, the more like reactive your sticks are, and so yeah. you don't. You obviously don't want them to be like zero because then you'll do feels backflip man all day. Uh, but point three seemed like there was a lot of dead zone, and I was almost getting like input lag start like style latency from like trying to move my sticks. So point one five I found to be a sweet spot. Some other do people like point one. I think I'm set on point one right now. I think I changed. Uh, yeah. Remember who I was watching. Now, okay, I'm glad that I chose my first night to um, uh, to do only casual playlist because uh, one of the bugs that they fixed in their their patch was the Batmobile bouncing and like whenever you would land with all four wheels <laughs> with the Batmobile from a high aerial, it would bounce. Uh, they fixed that, so people were yeah. People were happy. Uh, when they fixed that, they made every other freaking car bounce. <laughs> well, and also their fixing of... I love doing air quotes.
quotes when I'm talking on this because I know everyone can see that. Yes, yes. It translates to um, a radio show very well. When they fixed the Batmobile, it really, there was still a lot of bugs <laughs> with it because if you landed from high enough, you would just sink into the ground with your wheels. <laughs> and then you couldn't, like, so get out. Right. <laughs> no bounce. You just stuck in the ground. Yeah, that's like uh, I actually memed it up and, like, had a couple tweets go viral by posting like pictures of trampolines and stuff and like making jokes about how bad it was uh, to hide how actually pissed I was. I was legitimately frustrated with the game and had to stop playing for like a night and a half until they fixed it with the, uh, which was interesting because they did not fix this in today's hot fix. They fixed this with a server side update. Really? Yes. So the second night of the update, they tweeted out and said, hey, we know the cars are bouncing. We fixed it with uh, a server-side update. So you didn't even have to download anything, which means that the car bouncing bug is a network issue where it reads your car's position on the map, uh, like, for the server. Huh. Okay. That I found very weird. Uh, at first, I thought it was, like, an update to the gizmo since I was playing the gizmo for, like, my first, you know, 10 games of the night. Uh, I started like, like saying things, you can watch my stream and everything. It's pretty funny. I start saying like, man, the gizmo was like a freaking trampoline. It's like suspension is crazy. Every time I land, I bounce. And then like, I was like, screw this. I'm going back to the octane. And then it started like keep happening. And I was like, great. Cyanox just ruined my favorite game. Cool. And then I like quit because I was like, I was that I pissed. just saw your tweet. I looked at it. The little dog jumping <laughs> on the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, it's pretty funny, but, uh, so they've released a hotfix to fix that. They've, uh, the map preferences bug where the, you know, Wasteland and Neo Tokyo were showing up way too much. They fixed that, uh, supposedly, even though it's showing up a ton for me still. Uh, and then, um, there was some like frame rate issues and I noticed this because I unlocked Proton Boost in all those crates that I had gotten and I lost about 40 to 60 FPS when I was using Boost. And so I still can't use the Proton Boost. But they've apparently fixed FPS issues. Something with my computer can't handle Proton Boost. So if if there are two cars in the in a match that I'm playing with that have Proton Boost, I will lose about 15 to 20 FPS. Really? Yep. If if two cars use Proton Boost on the map at the same time, I've noticed I'd, I'd take a massive FPS hit. Huh, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. It's probably just my computer, but whatever. I don't have it, so I haven't experienced it. I also don't have the little like frame <laughs> counter thing on. Because I found that annoying. So I didn't never... Oh, it's very small for me. Well, like, it was really small, but I was also... I turned it off when I was trying to make a montage. <laughs> me, a montage. Uh. <laughs> but, because, like, all my replays, when I had captured them, I was just using a screen capture, so it had, like, a little... Uh, showing that yeah. I was having 10 frames per second while I was going through this. And yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, so then I just never turned it back on. And I've been a lot happier. I mean, I only use it to, like, reference, like, when I'm having issues, and so I think I turned it back on to, like, check uh, because I was having issues, and sure enough, like, I have, like, a super high-end GPU, and I, I mean, I use a 2560, like, monitor, and it's G-Sync, which means it should never drop below 144 FPS because it's syncing my, like, refresh rate with my monitor, and I literally hit, like, 80 FPS a couple times, like, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Finally, I took off the Proton Boost after I figured it out, and it was so much easier. We haven't even talked about one of the biggest things in this update, my dude. Custom training. I really enjoy this. 
because it's just so easy and nice to use. It's Some people also call it Death to <laughs> Rain Rocket Rains <laughs> Custom Trainer. Oh yeah, Rocket League Trainer. I because I spend a lot of time in this, just like queuing for matches anymore. I don't really jump in free play as often because I just love using the cherry picker. What is the the cherry picker? Cherry picker, if you've not tried it, is one of the like original psionics, um, like training things, and it's just like a really medium difficulty like redirect thing. I say like I say like medium because it's not like the ball's rolling and you just gotta like touch it, but it's also not like you have to jump off the ceiling and do a three sixty no scope. It's still like quite hard. And I definitely don't get like tens or nines or eights or sevens or sixes or fives or fours. Sometimes I get a three. But yeah, I've like Interesting. I hop into that one very often. Because it's just like a nice easy one to use. Um the first trainer pack that I made was one called Shot Consistency because I get I'm sick of like you know those moments when you're like in a game and you're down by one and you've got 30 seconds left and then uh, like a shot opens up and you take it and you freaking like hit it a car's length to the left of the goal. I got sick of that. And so um, I made one called Shot Consistency, which just sets up medium difficulty shots, uh, but just things that I can muscle memory, repetitive, like grind the crap out of. So it's like six shots that you just like smash into the goal over and over and over again so that you never miss them in a ranked match again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty solid. Um, which was pretty decent. But then the other night I wasn't playing so well. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go into custom training and mess around and see what I can come up with. And I came up, uh, well, what started is like, I was like, you know what? I should probably learn how to like fly my car sideways. So I started just doing like normal ones where I froze the ball up in the air where I could practice jumping off the sidewalls and like flying, keeping my car sideways to knock the ball into the goal. And then, you know, as I started making more and more like different shots, to like set up different scenarios, uh, I started making these very like, like lobby, like generic aerials. Um, and I found out that there's a lot you can practice with them. Like if you just take away like all the like angles and stuff that, you know, you can practice, but you set up just a normal bouncing aerial with your car lined up in front of the goal, uh, that there's a ton of things that you can work on. And so I've named the pack, the creative aerial training pack. I'm going to like, you know, make a post about it when, uh, tomorrow when I have time to record a video about it. Uh, but like with each of these shots, there's about like 12 different things you can practice, right? So I use these shots to like practice turning on and off ball cam while going for an aerial. I use the shots for like double hit rebounds, like going up and for the aerial, hitting it off of the uh, backboard and then flying to it and catching it with my car again to like dunk it in. I used it for things like, um, like drifting before I go up for an aerial, just like simple stuff like that. I used it for like turning my car sideways and like, you know, uh, freestyling. There's so many different things you can practice with it. I spent like two hours in it practicing different like aerial variants just with these like creative aerial things. Uh, and so I gave it to a few of my viewers and two people said that they spent over an hour in it themselves. So I think I'm onto something. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'll make sure that I put the download link in the show notes if you want to try out my creative aerial uh, training. So, but yeah, I found the custom training. Uh, it is worth mentioning that Heroics has made a pack called the uh, like Impossible Goalie Pack or whatever, and he is offering the brand new biomass uh, black market decal to anyone who can prove that they got a ten out of ten on the uh, his training. The closest anyone has gotten is Espion who tried for about an hour and got 9 out of 10. Oh, no, that's beyond. 
Jeez, I'll have to try that one. Yeah, because I there's another uh, one that was up doing something like that for like an Octane ZSR or something. I plan on doing that tonight, so I'm gonna get me my biomass. I there ain't no trainer pack that's possible that you can't get 10 out of 10 on. Is it possible? So though? I'm gonna do it. I think it is because like to get 10 out of 10, you just can't reset any of the shots. So I'm sure people have gone through and made sure it's possible, and then like you know they just can't do them all consecutively. Yeah, yeah that's really interesting. So, I haven't actually made anything yet. I'm not that creative. Um. It's very easy to make stuff. I found it very intuitive, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll have to hop in there and try to just like make some general stuff. But that was our uh, our weekly whiffs and our update wrap up. I've I think yeah. Do you have any other stories from the week that you'd like to share? Um. Oh dang, there was something. Wow, I'm really bad at remembering. Does it have things. to do with? Does it have to do with you getting grand champ? Oh, I mentioned that last week. Yeah, but then I saw you dip down below super champ. You got it back though. What? Right? No, I stayed at Grand Champ and then I got within one point today and then lost a couple points again. I am now at like Super Champ Div 5. Yeah. Oh, when I was playing with you the other day, you were Super Champ, but then yeah, the like last a game, game or two later, I... we lost was me losing Grand Champ. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, I was playing kind of weird that night anyways. Was, so yeah. It wasn't really, I don't know, we only lost like two games and I lost it, but yeah it was it was dumb i'll get it back i feel like i've gotten a lot better if i turn off all chat so i don't see any any messages from my teammate i've thought about doing this too i don't know the person i'm playing with i think i have a lot of um performance issues (laughs) i think interesting interesting a lot of like stress when i play with people because I don't feel like I'm still at this level. And then I feel like I'm just going to... People are going to see me playing and be like, wow, this guy sucks. So I just... Oh my goodness. So I just like... I have to turn everything off. And I only win when I like solo queue at this point. So when I like party yes, up with yes. people that yes, I know... Yes, yes, yes. It's like... I'm, I'm not actually as good as these people. I shouldn't be winning with them. So I'm just going to sit over here like a potato and keep backflipping. Oh my goodness, yes, yes. Okay, so I know exactly. This brings up a couple thoughts that I want to um, I want to touch on. Uh, one is I would agree. Like uh, when I first hit Grand Champ, my mentality shifted like to to climb that much. And um, I've been telling a bunch of people that have been like trying to like get you know who have gotten close and haven't quite done it yet. I've been telling them like, hey, like this worked for me. It'll probably work for you. But literally, act like everyone you're you're queuing like with on your team is a god. And trust them for everything. Pass to them as much as possible. Like, pretend that they're a freaking pro player and you're, like, blessed to play with them. <laughs> and that's how I climbed to Grand Champ, honestly. No joke. Uh, and, like, it's not how I so much climbed. Like, I climbed up to 1,300 at one point. Like, I still had to carry some, like, in those situations. But I think just adding that extra level of teamwork will improve, like, your performance in ranked matches alone, even if they're not, like, a god or anything. So I do agree. I think that, yes, if you don't know the person, like, I think that can help a lot. Um, But I've thought about, because I come up, even in the Grand Champ level, I get so many, like, people who flame at me. Like, it's so annoying. Uh, So I've thought about, like, muting chat when I'm going into uh, um, solo queue. But you just gave me an idea. What if, uh, as a suggestion that Psyonix could add, what if they added an anonymous mode where... Instead of even seeing, like, who you were playing against and with, it just said teammate and opponent. Huh. That'd be interesting. So you never know. Yeah, it takes out all online interaction other than just the game. 
No quick chat, no text chat, no voice chat. You just see two opponents, and you see and like you just play. teammate. Wow, I would enjoy that. That would be nice. Because I was up, be I was cool. up at like twelve twenty with my rank, and then I just like I started playing with people I knew because I was like, all right, I'm working up here. I'm like, I'm good enough to be able to play with anyone now. And then we just lost everything. But I don't know. I almost got it back today, and then I was in a match with. Teams on my team was a all star, and we played against two oh champions, goodness. and then we lost. We lost eight. Points. Yeah, you get to now that you're in the grand champ level. Welcome to the uh, the matchmaking. Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> wrongdoings. <laughs> it definitely does not make sense. You know the um, I have a story from this week. I have two. One's a very short one, and it just involves that I hit grand champion in threes finally. <laughs> and I was. Okay, well, okay, no, there is a funny story to this one. Uh, so I got within 60 points of top 100 in, um, in standard, and so I'm, like, like feeling it, like, okay. The next night, I'm playing with some IRL friends, some people I never get to play with, but um, my friend let me borrow his Tesla over the weekend, and then he asked me to play Rocket League with him. I was like, I'm not going to turn yeah, that you down. Can't, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, so I was playing with him, and then he decided, as a joke, to cue a ranked match. Oh, no. In threes? And... Yes, oh. in threes, and I, I, he has like 26 hours in the game, so he he didn't know any better, but like as soon as we queue in, I was like, you did not just do this, and he thought it was funny, and then I was like, do you understand how the party system works, and he's like, no, and I was like, it is considering all of us grand champion because you're partied with me right now. <laughs> we played against Hype, Team Hype, Munchkinator, and Get Some You All, like, <laughs> the whole that Team Hype. Uh, no, they 6-1'd us before I finally convinced them to forfeit. I lost 20 points. No. Yes. No. I think yes. you only lose 16. That was the old system. You can, yeah, I think that was the old system. I don't know, like, oh. how or what, but it considers us three grand champs, and they, the highest they had was a super champ, like, Div, like, 2 or something like that. Because, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, I lost 20 points. From that alone. So that knocked me within uh, three points of losing uh, <laughs> Grand Champ. And then I was playing with uh, Sham and then one of someone from A-Money's Discord today. And so. I lost one game and lost Grand Champ. And then I was like, hey guys. Uh, oh no, we lost like three more games. So like I had lost 13 points a game and lost like 40 points tonight in Standard. And I was like, hey guys, I'm kind of done losing points in threes. I'm going to go solo Q threes by myself now. And they're like, oh. okay, whatever. I climbed back up the Grand Champ. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the that's the Grand Champ and Standard story. Wait, so is uh, like is it still like last season where um Grand Champ and Threes is like very, very, very much limited? Yeah, if you like, are hit in Grand Champ and Threes, you are within a hundred points of top one hundred. Wow, so it's like twelve hundred and something. Twelve thirty is the threshold for top one hundred right wow, now in, like in where it wasn't yeah. Damn. Yeah, so um, yeah, I got up to eleven sixty, I believe. Yeah, eleven seventy, somewhere like that. Uh, but then um, my my story. This is a really cool story, and it's a restore restoration of faith in humanity story. I was uh, solo queuing twos the other night, and I got on my team. Uh, like my random teammate was Obras or Obros or something like that. I'd seen him a couple times before. Okay. And 
Yeah, Oprah. Okay. And um, we had gotten down by like three goals or something like that. And like he started like, you know, saying some stuff in chat, like, you know, like, hey, what were you doing there? Like, not like flaming. He wasn't like, like, oh, my gosh, uninstall. Like he wasn't like being mean or anything. But, you know, the normal stuff that would tilt me rather fast, like you shouldn't have gone for that. I don't think like that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, and so but like I felt like he was trying to carry me or something like, you know, I was like, dude, I was supposed to go for that. Like, blah, 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 blah. And so like I responded back. I was like, no, you're playing like you don't trust me. And like, that's what I said. And then, uh, he put like dot, dot, dot. And then we scored four goals and win the game by like one (laughs) within like, uh, like we had like a minute and a half to do so. And like, so we scored like four goals. And then, uh, at the end of the match, he goes, dude, you were completely right. I started trusting you at that point, And, uh, like the rotation was fixed a lot. And (laughs) I think we made a great team. And so he added me to his friends list and we queued for like eight more games, nine more games. I think we maybe lost one. I climbed like 35 points with him and like, he was the nicest guy in the world. Like he apologized for every mistake. Like we had this like synergy and this like friendship. Like he's one of my best friends in the game. Now shout out to Obros. Like seriously, I didn't like, I'd never like, cause I meant it as a stabbing comment. I'm not going to lie. As soon as he like said that, like I was doing stuff wrong. I was like, no dude, you're freaking not trusting me. Like that's exactly how I meant it. Like, it's this is your fault and i've never never seen one person in rocket league when you say that it is their fault go oh you know what you're right yeah let me work on that and then it worked that's a that's a pretty cool story that's nice to see faith in humanity restored hyped me up obros will always be on my friends list now Oh, you hear that? It's time for oh my gosh. suggestion, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to stand up because this is the time that I stand up. This is one of the times <laughs> that I stand up. Salud. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe. Um, so, uh, we don't actually know who the salutable suggestion is submitted by this week because... I forgot when I grabbed them off of Reddit to look at the username. I'm sorry. Uh, but there are two of them. There, there's been, like, kind of a bunch of them surrounding, like, surrounding custom training because, like, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, I think it's because people have had the Rocket League trainer so long that they're missing some of those features. And so, like, people are writing posts like, hey, the custom training could be made better with this and this and this. Uh, but, like, the two that, that stood out is, one... Remove the warning about losing points when you reset your first shot. <laughs> I hate that so much. It's just... Yes. It's, it's one of those convenience things. That It should do it, like... And the way that it used to do it on, like, the normal, like, aerial and goalie training is it would only do it your first time ever in the game when you, like, did that. It was the first time now you it, opened that training pack. So, like, ever, the first time yeah. you ever did the All-Star 1 of aerials, it would ask you that. Same as the yes. rookie 1 of goalie training. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but now, every time you open up any creator, like, um, created training pack, like, custom-created training pack, as soon as you reset a shot, it does it on everything. So, please remove that. And the second one is one that a lot of people have requested. Um, ghost mode for, like, shots, so that you can see how other people have scored the shots that they've set up in the custom training. Um, which is interesting. I think for um, people at like our level of like a lot of mechanical skill and have played the game for a long time, this one's not necessarily pointed at them, but for the people yeah, who are I'd... just getting involved with the game, when like they see a shot and they're like, holy crap, that ball is in the air. How the heck am I supposed to hit that in? 
time's going to expire by the time it hits the ground. Um, Interesting. You see, like, I don't know, you throw in a little ghost mode and they're like, oh, you can jump up in the air and boost. And it's just another thing, like, like watching a stream or like watching a pro player, but you're like right there and you can try to like follow them along as you're flying. And like, I think that's a good point because as soon as I saw the suggestion, I was like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. I've never once wanted to like <laughs> see how a shot was scored because I know how to score them just fine. And then like you said that and I was like, ah, uh, that's probably a good point. Like, yeah, there are people who who don't play the game as much as I do. We are definitely not the majority of Rocket League players anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot so. of people who are getting started. Um, but you know what that brings us to? Cheesecake. No, but it does start with a C. It's the LFMVP. It's the LFMVP. 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 The variable nature of the recurring theme song for the LFMVP segment is just hilarious. Yes, the segment where we take someone who was good in the Rock League community, not for being good at the game, but for being a good person. Who who you got this week, man? This week, I'm gonna give this one to Sir T I M B R E R V R Sir Timbers. Sir Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just this one was actually suggested by one of the listeners, um, and he is a pro player or a semi pro player, I guess. Um, but he has a Our, like my status, right? Yeah. Like, Close, on the bubble. right there. Um, Bubble Pro. But he has a YouTube channel, which doesn't have the most videos, but I've, like, watched several of them, and they're all, like, very in-depth, and, like, they're just kind of, like, general things for, like, on-the-bubble players, or, like, maybe even underneath them. But, like, the people that have played the game for a while and are looking to get, like, to that next level, and it's stuff, like, about half-flipping and about how the walls work and, like, hitting it off the walls or freestyling if you got to do that or just like i think it's cool how many channels that there are like this yeah um and because like you know there's obviously so much like rocket league tutorial stuff on youtube and stuff now that you no one would have time to watch all of it but the it's cool that there is so much because like you can choose who you like resonate with the most like you know there's sometimes when you can watch one player like illustrate something and be like yeah that doesn't make sense at all but then someone else explains it just a little bit differently and you're like oh my gosh yes i think more like you that makes more sense um like the other day when i was like coaching someone they asked me um what my perspective was when playing rocket league and i thought it was the weirdest question but like um it kind of opened my eyes up to like some different stuff because like he was asking like no do you like see yourself as like in the car where you're like, you know, you are the one like doing the flips and stuff, or do you see yourself as more of like a puppet master, like outside of the car and like, you know, it within 3D space controlling like, you know, stuff. And I was like, that's an interesting way to think about the game. And there's like stuff like that, like different perspectives on the game that different people have. And it's, it's cool that there's people taking time, even though there's other people making stuff to make their own stuff. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think he has some really he has some really cool videos. And if you're looking to make that next step, then head on over. Very like calm talking person. That you can just kind of speaking of which, to. there was a new video series called The League of Rockets. Has that ever made another episode? It's been like four weeks. League of Rockets. I've never heard of that. You've never watched the League of Rockets video? 
The League of Rockets. Oh, I was using my keyboard and I deleted my episode. I swear <laughs> to the Rocket League gods nah, of Mount Kronosi. Okay, League of Rock. Okay, it has like 7,000 views. Um, Let's look at this video. No, there, not right now. <laughs> they made one two weeks ago, so yes. No, no, that's the Journey to Greatness decision making is their first episode. The other one is just an intro to the channel. Oh. Yeah. So what what is the the journey to greatness? What is the League um, of so Rockets? Journey to Greatness is the name of the series they're doing right now. Okay. Decision making is the episode. And it's about like how decisions you make. First off, if you have not seen these videos, they are amazing. Very, very well produced. And uh whew, they're awesome. Let's just put it that way. It's like if you're getting excited for the Star Wars coming out. This kind of has that feel to it. They use the voice of Hal from uh, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, it's pretty cool. And like that little like logo of the Grand Champ thing is Hal, and it like talks to you like like a robot. Like there are certain things you could have avoided here, and it's like really sarcastic. Like player two would have saved this goal if he would have just learned how to air roll. And then, like, it shows the goal explosion, and he's, like, air-rolling away with his boost and stuff, and it's like, oh, look, Player 2 has suddenly learned how to air-roll. Like, it's pretty funny. That's pretty exciting. That looks really cool. But yeah, but... Um, yeah. I WANNA TALK! Ow. I WANNA TALK! It's everyone's favorite segment, back with a vengeance, it's Knox Talks, bringing you an email from our dude, Ryan Shoemaker. If you would like a topic for us to uh, discuss on the show, make sure you head over to livefrommanfield.com and submit a topic where we will bring it on the show and discuss it. This one is a little late. Ryan uh, sent this in, well, let's see here, October 6th, so, you know, just a little behind. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, just like yesterday. Uh, hey guys, I'm a religious listener of the show and love what you guys do and love Rock League. Aww, hopefully he still listens. So much. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, he probably gave up. He's like, those idiots never read my email. I play exclusively on Xbox One. Could you guys maybe talk about console versus PC and more specifically controllers and button layout? I want to know what buttons you guys have customized for your mechanics and which controller you use. I think this would be an interesting topic to put in people's ear goals. Thanks. Well, he must listen to the show, man. He said ear goals. That's like a I mean, reference. That is like the first thing that anybody hears, right? First off, you and I both use Xbox controllers, right? Xbox, Xbox One controllers. controllers. Right. Um, I use the Elite. Do you use the Elite? You just use normal I ones. just use... I actually made a custom one whenever that thing oh. happened. Um, the like Xbox One custom labs thing. So... Oh, cool. I have, it's just a regular Xbox One controller, but it's like my colors. Interesting. Which I think is, makes me like it. That's more. I use the Elite controller, which obviously gives me just a little bit more freedom because I can remap my buttons with the Xbox accessories app. Um, and then I could put the paddles on the back if I wanted to. Uh, now, did you change your controls away from default? I did after about 200 hours of playing the game. I played with default controls until I was like, hold on a second. There are videos about Rocket League. And then I think it was probably one of Low Five's videos that I watched where he explained it. Maybe it was something earlier. But I changed I ended up changing my boost to right bumper. Um 
And I think that was... And my error rolled to the left bumper. And now my scoreboard is on B, the B button. Interesting. Um, No, what I find very, very interesting about that change is that the reason... I change drift as well, which is what a lot of people don't like about my controls. You did not change drift is what Drift is still on X. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay, actually, that makes sense because... Uh, the reason that people change um, air roll so often is so that you can be able to boost an air roll at the same time because uh, air roll being on X uh, and boost being on B is kind of an impossible thing to do unless you're using the claw grip, which is very, very strange. Uh, so air- adding air roll to left bumper is a very, very popular choice. It's the choice I've made. It is the actually only um, difference I've made to the default controls. So that you can air roll while you're boosting, it is necessary, 100% necessary if you're going to play at anything above probably the shooting star level, I'd say. Um, it's You have to be able to adjust your car and boost at the same time. I think there's no if ands, or buts about it. Absolutely. Um, now, what's interesting, though, is that you changed boost to your right bumper, which is another popular choice, but typically, people only either move uh, air roll to LB or they move boost to RB. Uh, which I thought was interesting that you've done both. So when I was um, making that decision, I was thinking about like being able to jump and boost at the same time. And I didn't think I'd have the dexterity to use my thumb for both of those buttons. Interesting. So okay, now yes. I can jump and like boost and then jump at this while I'm boosting and stuff. And just kind of allows another like range of motion to evolve from my... Interesting, controls. yes. And as a byproduct, you can drift and boost at the same time too. Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty important because, like, I do a lot of. I am a very ground-oriented player. I with do a, with my control scheme, because most people who go with my control scheme also move drift to the same as air roll on LB. So that uh, the reason I didn't do that is I wanted to be able to um, drift and back up at the same time, and I didn't think I'd be able to do that with um, the bumper and the trigger being so close to each other. Uh, so I cannot boost and drift at the same time. Um, but I do this weird little like thumb dance where I can go back and forth between boost and drift really fast. It's kind of funny to look at. Um, but I can boost and jump at the same time because I use my thumb for both. Kind of like Cookster does. See, but I don't have to be like good at what I'm doing to do that. It's true. <laughs> well, I just yeah. I like to make things as simple as possible. To those of you thinking that like, Oh no, I can't change my control scheme. It's I'm like 600 hours in. Uh, I want to point out uh, two things. One, I was 600 hours in when I decided to move Errol to LB. And boy, I'll tell you, it was freaking awkward as crap and it was frustrating. You feel like you feel like a genius like uh, in like a dumb person's body or something because like you know exactly what you want to do, but your brain's muscle memory just won't let you do it and like you have to actively think about your controls and you make more mechanical mistakes about like everything even if like it doesn't even involve air rolling like you'll start missing like normal aerials and stuff just because your brain is actively thinking about your control scheme and it it took me probably two weeks to get back up to where i was supposed to be um but i can tell you i was a better player because of it i also Um, knew a guy that was a thousand hours in on keyboard and decided that he wanted to switch to controller and is still a better player than I am. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, so, I don't know. Um, when I was thinking about going through my shift in the first place, um, I messaged someone who you may know from the oceanic scene, Stony. 
uh, I had a con- line of connection to him. Um, and the reason I was interested in Stony is because Stony remapped three of his uh, buttons after he had put 1,300 hours into the game. That's impressive. And so I asked him, like, hey, tell me a little bit about your process. Did you find that it was worth it? Uh, blah, 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 this, 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 and that. And uh, he explained to me, and I finally got up the guts to do it. Um, lately, I've been thinking about adding a paddle to my Xbox One Elite controller to make it so that I can drift while boosting at the same time. So if you add that pedal, I'm not really sure how these Xbox One Elite controllers work. That lady that okay, I yeah. called didn't really help a lot. Um, you joke doesn't live people don't even know that you. Yeah, I, yeah, because you deleted the audio. Deleted. That's a bummer. The joke here is that uh, Savage here called uh, Xbox on me when I when he found out that I had been like legally and in active terms getting free Xbox One Elite controllers uh, by activating my warranty on them. That's for a different time. It seemed it seemed sketchy, so I called Microsoft support, and the lady was not very essentially. Helpful. So. Essentially, you have four paddles that you can add to the back of your controller uh, that um, are very like flush to the controller. They're very easy to use. Um, I found myself accidentally squeezing them when I get like excited because I'm not used to those fingers doing anything. Uh, but you can map them to any of the other normal controller's buttons. So they're not like additional buttons. They're just additional buttons that do the same thing as another button on your controller. So I would map it to X, um, and it would be just like holding X, except I wouldn't have to hold X. I could use the, the, the paddle. So, wait, did you just say that? Oh, man, I spaced. Um, so, if you put a, put a paddle on, you have to chain, that, like, gets rid of one of your buttons. No, 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 no. So, X would still work the same way, but that button would also be another, an additional button on my controller that acts like X. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you can't bind right paddle and X to something different. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, you you tell the, the computer that you want the right paddle to act like X, and you want, like, right paddle 2 to act like B or whatever, so. Uh, I've toyed with the idea of making one of them boost. I've toyed with the idea of making one of them X. Um, I'm really scared to, to go through another controller change, but, like, I don't know. Uh, I might might end up doing that this week since I have so much time at home to mess with mechanics and muscle memory and stuff, so we'll see. Yeah, be cool. Um... I do think since we're t- talking about control schemes and this is the longest episode ever, uh, I feel it is on. worth mentioning that there are some people who've been creative with their control schemes and have gone out uh, very, very high in the competitive level with very awkward control schemes. Uh, so first I want to talk about Rizzo. All right. Do you know what Rizzo's control scheme is? Oh, man. Oh, he uses it's like it's like playing Halo. He uses forward on the joystick, right? To go forwards. Yep. Yeah. Yep, forward on like I don't know all of his controls by like heart, but I do know the yeah. Forward on the joystick is forward, like and yeah. So he doesn't use like an accelerate button or anything like that, which is just really, really weird. I don't know how he doesn't accidentally like forward dodge all the time. Like how is he driving forward and then like jump boosting That's like so the much, like aerial? So much happening. But he's still yeah. so good, so like whatever. So, yeah, but yeah, he's still a mechanical genius, and I think that's kind of led to his unique playstyle. so um, you can do some kind of cool stuff with that. Uh, so I've always thought that that was the weirdest control scheme in the pro level of Rocket League, but two weeks ago, I discovered that I was wrong. How? Why? Who? I was, I was watching my friend Covenel stream, the oh, no. uh, previous RLCS Season 1 uh, sub for Genesis, uh, but he's now a member of Leaf Esports with Husky and Dubel. And, um, so, uh, I noticed that he, 
what did he do? He had like FOV at like 100 or something like that. And so I Bible thumped it and I was like, what? Ugh. Like turn your FOV up or something. And then he like mentioned, he's like, I'm surprised you're not raging about my control scheme. So I used the command controls to see what he was talking about. And oh boy, oh boy. Um, so his accelerate is left trigger. No, 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 wait, <laughs> hang on. No, I think his, I don't know what his, his accelerate is left bumper or right bumper. Jump is left trigger. Um, jump is, this left is where things, trigger. yes, yes. Jump is left trigger. This is where things get really interesting. Air roll right is B. No. Air roll left is A. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Drift and air roll are X. Boost is like right bumper. It's so weird, dude. <laughs> he what? uses buttons to air roll. That's so confusing. Yep. Yep. I don't and he, understand. He plays at a very high level with that. So, uh, so if that's if that's something for you, but. That's going to bring us to the end of the episode this week. Uh, just on that strange note, I want to thank our Rocket Tweeters, people who tweet about the show. You guys are awesome. We actually have uh, an outnumbering of top Rocket Tweeters than actual just normal Rocket Tweeters this week. So uh, you guys are cool that you guys are committed and stuff like that. I'm talking about Declan Sparkling. Sparkling. Sparkle. Sparkle. You're obese, wizard. <laughs> Scott, make a wish. Wisher. Wisher. Foundation. <laughs> Blaze, the which I always forget. The man we look up to. The man we look up to. Attention! It's Corp RL. Wait. Um, pause. No, don't pause no. everything. But uh, I'm just going to okay. take a quick little photo of me standing. There you go, Corp. Oh, while you're doing that. We're back. Um, I'm done. I did it. Goldenshine tweeted that he didn't like carrots. And I don't think he understands that we're talking about like jewelry carrots, like carrots as a measurement for gold with a K. <laughs> so um, 24 carat golden shine. That's just how pure and bright he is. And, <laughs> you know, since we've been tweeting, someone that had been removed from the top rocket tweeter status tweeted to gain their spot back since we're not as through. We were... Oh, wow. Whew, to save their butters. Do I, this what one. Did we do yeah, for this was. um. Interesting. Hmm. So I think two, it was three, two thirty. Two thirty. Twenty three. Twenty three. Two thirty. You know what? That's just his. We just struggle with saying yeah. saying his name over and over. Okay. Also, thank you to Iron Hype and Pure Psychosis for tweeting about the show. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate your love. Um, make sure to head over to lfmanfield.com and submit topics and look at the episodes. It's very easy. Just head on over there and find out everything you need to know. <laughs> uh, we are going to be on holiday break on the 28th, so we will have an episode for you next week, but the week after that, uh, we're going to go on holiday break. It's the week between uh, Christmas and New Year's. We want to spend that time with our families. We want you to spend that time with your families, but don't worry. Next week, we're going to give you all kinds of stuff that you can do uh, during Christmas to maximize your Rocket League playing time. We'll have an eight-hour episode for you. Oh, dear goodness. <laughs> Um, head over to patreon.com slash lfmanfield to consider supporting the show. We have lots of people who do that for us right now, and we love them all. Um, we will mention our champion patrons, Pyfer J, the stunt guy, Ninja Seb fan, and our all-star patrons, Pasternot, Linux, and Vapor GB. Thank you, guys. Um, today's Rocket League-inspired quote 
is by Eleanor Roosevelt herself, the Rocket League Grand Champ, top 100. But before we head out, make sure to come back, not next week, because we won't be having an episode, but the week after that. Yes, 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 yes we will. next, next week, week we'll... we will be shoutcasting a live match between Kanye and Barack Obama. Yes, yes, make sure that you're there for that. But until then, I'm Knox Phoenix. I'm Savage Oabies. <laughs> and the goal belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams.